What up, y'all? This is Troublemaker. You tuned in to BYNK Radio for another artist spotlight. I have a very special guest in the building, not on the phone, in the building, mm-hmm. Ricky Blue. What's going on, man? What's going on, bro? Just walk through the front door. Yeah. We are. You have a very mean dog. I, I wish you hadn't put that out there, but we're we going we to keep it moving. He just kept pressing me, and I, I, I tried to make ends with him, but... You know, he had to put him up in everything. I think it's because you like six foot seven. I'm six foot four, and that apparently is taller than like ninety percent of America. You six five, bro. I'm gonna give you that because my bro- my my dad my dad was six five my whole life till I got six eight, and now he's six four. <laughs> and my brother, my brother six three six four. Yeah, you and my brother about the same height. Okay, hey, you ain't no little nigga though. After Appreciate you get past, it. Yeah, man, after you get past six two and a half, you are a giant among men. <laughs> Shouts out to Rodney Blue, already DTX. Yeah, yeah. already DTX. <laughs> did it sound like it? Yeah, it did. It did. Hey, them, them joints was fire. I like those. Yo, I love what he's doing. Not only, um, my dad gave him the suggestion before because you know my brother, oh, yeah. my brother is a curator of sounds. Like he, he gave me my, I can tell. he gave me my taste in music. So basically, like I took what he gave me with the Lupes and the Fujis and when okay. and found the J Coles and the Wiz and brought it back to him. Okay, and um. Uh, before when he first really got this angle for already you know it was more so different mixes and he was getting copyright flags and you know mm-hmm. the man don't ever want you to make it yeah. so but when he got back to become more um locally centric with already dtx and and i started to see the magnitude of not only the scene but like it's more talented people than just myself of course yeah but like the magnitude of the talent like it's an hour and 30 minutes long of nothing but niggas from Dallas. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So not only of my sentiments that I've been, you know, a, a huge uh, proponent of just embracing us and creating our own market, you know, yeah. Texas is almost seceded from the nation, like back in the gap and they almost got away with it. If it wasn't for the, you know, yeah, you know what I'm saying? History lesson. Right? So like, I think, I think that if we took more of that outlook on it, instead of waiting for people to stamp us, waiting for people to, co-sign us and pluck us out of the city to take us to these other cities that i've been to that are pretty cool sometimes but it's still just another city yeah you know we would probably be a lot further along but i think things like you know this radio this radio station uh, already dtx and everybody that's becoming more so a facilitator for this scene i think i think that's that's key Mm -hmm. because if it's not a home for it how niggas gonna know yeah like how 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 else would the word come to me to tell other artists you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. and yo bro like these platforms like they really they rocking with us you know what i'm saying yeah i mean so so let's go ahead and get into that part like i was gonna start talking about that later but i feel like and granted to be honest i've only been in dallas for about a, almost almost a year now okay but i'm noticing at least the way the city moves is at least uh the rappers or the different creators it's it's a lot different than it would be down somewhere like in houston where Things people have their own little issues amongst mm-hmm. each other, but uh, for for the most part, it's more harmonious. Right here, it seems much more siloed. Everybody's off doing anything. Nobody wants to dab nobody up. You know what I'm saying? No one wants to give somebody a salute for. I, I heard know, doing I heard a nigga say the other day, "Yeah, bro, I was gonna go to that nigga Ricky Blue show, but I didn't want to look like a fan." And I was like, "Oh my god!" But mo- to to keep it one thousand, most of these guys ain't ain't big enough to be worrying about stuff like that. That's what I'm you saying. Know what I'm saying that's what I'm saying. But but I have the unique. Va- you have a very unique vantage point because you're not from here. You've been here for a year. Yeah. So you have not only all of your life's experiences to, you know, shape you into a understanding individual. A lot of niggas just seen Dallas, bro. Mm-hmm. Niggas just stopped wearing leather shorts. <laughs> like, <laughs> niggas just now start wearing designer because that's all you hear about in rap music. Yeah, so, like, yeah. now you see that, like, bro, honestly, 
Dallas isn't any better, any worse than any other city. But the problem is that the people that are here, this is all they've ever experienced. Mm -hmm. So in the absence of a real structure, niggas will create a pseudo structure, right? And it's pseudo structure, just a placeholder. But if you zoom in too close to it, nigga, bro, you're going to see the good, the bad, the, 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 the grind, the, the hate, the, mm-hmm. you know, the yeah. disingenuine camaraderie. And it's just, it was never real to me because I left in 2017. Right. My mom passed, nigga. I got the fuck out of Dodge. You know what I'm saying? I knew I couldn't be here. I, I wasn't no reason for me to be here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? My sister went to college. My brother went to college. And I'm like, yeah. And you, you went to Middle Tennessee. Yeah. I went to uh, Murfreesboro, Tennessee. <laughs> 30 minutes away from the birthplace of the Klan. I, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Pulaski, Tennessee, baby, baby. Did it feel like that? Yes, nigga. You know what's crazy? In front of this, the student union, uh, they had a nigga tree. And ironically, yeah, that's man. where all of the niggas hung out, you know, in between classes. But that's what they call it. But really, they say back in the day. It was for stringing people. That's like, where they used to throw yeah. the niggas up in their head. And, wow. and, you know, I think they cut down the trees and then they just started putting you know, benches over there, and that's still the niggas still congregated over there. So, you know, whatever. But you were there, like, sort of in a really unique time. Like, I understand that... Well, let me back up. When did you first fall in love with music? Mm. Was it was it with, with the Blue Kids, or was it after <laughs> that? Was it with the MPC, or that your brother bought you? Like, when did that happen? <laughs> this nigga Nawar. Is it the hood Nawar? <laughs> nah, um... It was a little bit before the NPC. It was um, when I had that Street Rocks 246. And I knew Ooh. I loved it because wow. I was, uh, you remember that? Huh? That's a throwback. Nigga, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was bringing that hoe to algebra class. Okay. Nigga, not doing my classwork, nigga. <laughs> Making beats, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> and looking back, I was like, yo, damn, I was really on that shit. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, that's what I was trying to do. But my brother, you got to know my brother to know why I had to start <laughs> making beats. Cause this nigga, it's like he see words and then he want more words. <laughs> and it's like it's a he a Pokemon champion. He just gotta collect them all. Okay. You can't rap behind no nigga like that, bro. You think your brother rap better than you? No, not now. Okay. Oh, no, oh just just way back then <laughs> when you didn't know no better. <laughs> man, it's cool. Go say you destroyed Rodney, man. It's all right. <laughs> oh, no, oh, no. My nigga gotta go though. My nigga gotta go. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say how you my brother up, though. But you know. That nigga had some, but also, like, my dad has this really this, this peculiar way of, you know, supporting you. And uh, mm. the way he supported my brother, it was like no way there could be two. Oh, man, some Highlander shit. <laughs> oh, my God, there can only be one. <laughs> there can only be one. Destroy him. <laughs> you have failed me. Every time you fail, you I replace a body party with a mechanical party party. Golly. That was the, actually the story of Guardians in the Galaxy. That was a great movie, by yeah. the way. I did. I, I I was eating shrooms and watching Guardian of the Galaxy with my brother. That sounds dangerous. Oh though. my god! It was the most beautiful moment. I've never a movie has was never it really, or did it look look beautiful because you no not even just, I mean, but like it wasn't like loopy nigga. I'm like seeing okay. Fruit Loops sea walking in the living room. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like nah, <laughs> it was it was just like I felt that shit, nigga. Like not only that, like the movie was essentially about daddy issues and mm-hmm. niggas like really, you know. Coming of yourself and, and yeah. finding yourself, you know. Yeah, when you peel back the layers. Yeah, definitely. yeah. So I was in that, okay. all the way in that. Okay. But yeah, I forgot what we were talking about for Guardians of the Galaxy. But uh, yeah, man, that's that's and your that's, lo- your love of music because I know you started in production. Then yeah, there's kind of a story behind you segueing into hip hop. I don't know yeah. if you want to talk about that. Um, 
Yeah, man. So I, I started to do the uh, the production, and man, you couldn't tell me that I wasn't finna be just Blaze, nigga. I'm talking about reincarnated. I'm, I'm all on Facebook, Super making, nigga. Nigga, I'm on Facebook. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm going off, nigga. Shout my boy Black Metaphor, one of the coldest producers in the world. You met Um, him at Middle Tennessee, right? Yes. What's crazy? Um, you know how before you go to a college, you all excited. You're like, yeah, man, I'm finna go download everything that's Middle Tennessee State related. So you on Facebook, you all in the groups. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? The uh (laughs) the freshman oncoming class, everybody linking up and shit. You know what I'm saying? You you shoot your shots. And uh I seen Byron, bro, and he um he was saying that he was finna transfer over there, man, and uh he seen me making beats and man, he just always just supported whatever I was doing. You know what I'm saying? That's and cool. uh, he knew I could spit, you know what I'm saying? But at the time I was I was making beats. I was chopping it. And to this day I feel like if I would have kept going with the beats, you know what I'm saying, like rock with him, I probably would have did something different with production. But mm-hmm. the most I had a completely different plan, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh man, freak accident, like a nigga Okay, so this guy was <laughs> he was supposed to fix my MacBook, right? And somebody broke into his apartment and stole my oh, MacBook, right? How convenient. Yeah. <laughs> I, okay. I didn't punch him in the face. I probably should have. I let him make it, though, bro. Yeah. So I broke my laptop uh-huh. that that screwed me over. Okay. And I had it. Yeah. I was trying to get it fixed. It got right. stolen. Right. Whatever. And um, I sold my MPC for four hours of studio time. Wow. Tomatically. Okay. Wow. Yeah. That's a that's a serious decision in, in like somebody's life when you don't come from, you know, hella cash and stuff like that. Like, yeah, man. Definitely, definitely. Coming from from cash and then not having none and then having a you know, I it hurt me like hell to my brother bought that whole like right. nigga eight hundred, uh. Yeah. Take this NBC, go off. Right. And you was fifteen, I, sixteen when you when you bought it. Come you, on, right? come yeah. on. And so now I'm in college, you know what I'm saying? I didn't keep it with me and I'm doing bad shit, hood rat shit, nigga. I'm selling drugs. <laughs> on probation, throwing parties, skipping class. Man, the whole getting distracted. It getting happens. distracted, you, bro. <sighs> so you was, you know, having probably too good a time in a bunch of different ways. Man, in Tennessee. Yeah, and so uh, I, uh, I got, I got, I got to know everybody just by throwing parties and doing that sort of thing mm-hmm. in Middle Tennessee State. And uh, I saw the, the, I don't know. There was no business ending plan to throw in college parties. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's a unique way to put that. Okay. Because in five years, it's going to be a whole nother group of young niggas coming yeah. in that was just as hot as I was. Now they yeah. got the mold, the whole model for how to do it. Mm-hmm. And then now you the old nigga. Right. And then I was just like, I didn't get minute, my degree. You're going to start looking creepy. Nigga, like, why yeah, are you, you still you around? You got two more years and nigga, before niggas start looking at you <laughs> like, like, why are you still here? Uh, you know what I'm saying? And I was like, yeah, you know what? You guys got it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cold turkey. Cut it out. No more hosting parties, no nothing. But what that gave me was I still knew everybody. I still had a crazy pool on social media. I still, nigga, I was emceeing. So now I know how to control crowds. Mm-hmm. So I jumped into the whole um, Nashville music scene. It was much like Dallas. Not going to lie, bro. Much like Dallas. I can uh, see that. With people, um, especially like with Memphis, like sort of overshadowing it. Yes, that's exactly. Box. Man, I've never made that correlation. Yeah, that's crazy. Like the way you got Memphis and you got Houston. Yeah, and then you got Nashville, you got Dallas. Yes, yeah. it's exactly like. Oh man, golly! And Memphis got it's got a little more beef. They they Yeah, yeah, yeah. They get along I, a little bit me- better. Memphis niggas and Dallas niggas are eerily similar. 
I can believe that. Oh man, they just, they'll just they'll just finesse you harder <laughs> with less passion and 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 compassion. Ugh. Yeah, them man, yeah, less compassion. But uh, yeah, bro. So I jumped into it, man, and um, you know, jumping into it. It was more so like, all right, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta make up some ground. I gotta, I gotta tell my story. I gotta get mm-hmm. these feelings out. And it was just a whole bunch of teenage, post teenage angst, and really, man, um, grief counseling. Oh, that's man, it's dope mentioning that. I got a therapist myself. That's tight, bro. Yeah. Put me on. Okay, I will definitely after Leave the show. That. Nigga, that's, mental health is important. Yeah. You people sleep on that stuff like black men and women ain't suffering from PTSD growing up in America. Man. You ain't supposed to wake up mad, bro. Yeah, that's not normal. PSA. Yeah. If you wake up mad or sad, talk yeah, to somebody, like with, bro. With emotions already said. Yeah, it ain't supposed to be like that, bro. It ain't supposed to be like that. And um, yeah. But I mean, being it being there and like deciding to like actually rap rather than produce, like it's a different level. So I mean, I know you got like black metaphor and like he's doing his thing, but at the same yeah. time, like on the rap side, like. You taking classes with Isaiah Rashad. You yeah. taking classes with like Mike DaVinci. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like these yeah. are guys who can really spit. You know. Yeah, and I, I was never, you know, and you can, you know, we can go back and back in the day and you call Mike right now. I was never intimidated by these niggas. You know, they were doing it, <laughs> but I had <laughs> these still I my niggas. I can believe you, man. But like, I had been around it my whole life. Mm-hmm. These niggas weren't the first niggas I seen doing it for real. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But what they did do is, um, they gave me a home, man. Um, I didn't have it. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have nothing out there, bro. I was by myself, bro. Yeah. I didn't have no cousins, no homeboys I went to school with. Wow. Like, I was dolo. And mm-hmm. so the house really gave me a home. They really, they, you know, and everything that, everything that it comes with, you know, brothers fight, brothers, yeah. nigga, it's a part of it. But that allowed me to, you know, hone my skills. And, um, man, I, I, I was able to really figure out what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, discover not only that power that I had, but my power was exercised in different capacities before. But I always, I don't know, like, you know, I had a, I already had like the pull from the people at the parties, but it wasn't for nothing. Yeah. It was just, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so I had to figure out through my journey how to make that shit for something, how to do it for something. Mm-hmm. And uh, that really, I really found that. Yeah. And uh, that that's what birthed the whole infantry thing, because being out there by yourself on the front line. Anytime you get into it with somebody, you dolo. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? You don't know mm-hmm. if these dudes' allegiance is with you or with the niggas right. they went to school with. Right. And let's keep it real, nigga. You probably gonna rock with them niggas a little tougher than you gonna rock with me, no mm-hmm. matter how cool we are. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, dude from the town. Yeah. So, um, you know, I had feelings that, like, <laughs> whenever you the odd man out around a whole bunch of niggas that's not like you, bro, and you got any type of go, like, people are gonna there's going to be fears of you making it yours instead of it being theirs mm-hmm. naturally. Yeah. And so like I know what you're saying. on an ego tip, I understand or, or even things outside of that. But, but I think, I, I think for you, like, sorry to interrupt, like yeah, you, you kind of got a, a, a double whammy in that way because, okay, people might already have that fear because you're the outside guy, but you like six, eight, you know, you're a fairly charismatic person. Right. You know right, what I'm right, saying? Right, These right. are things that are going to make you stand out by default, right. even if your skills is like trash. And when you're around social introverts that aren't like you, right. then you become the issue or the problem or something that could misconstrue. Yeah, the they entire, start rejecting. Come yeah. on. And so now, now it's some shit that ain't even really going on, but now it's going on because mm-hmm. nigga is going on. So, um, me and Michael Da Vinci, man, that's one of my closest, closest friends from college to this day. And, uh, 
we just had a real real conversation, bro. And uh he told me to go leave. He told me to to go do it. Mm. And uh <laughs> I, I took off, bro. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like it wasn't it wasn't nothing else. It was like I, I saw myself not necessarily running behind some dudes, but I was playing a position where I didn't have to, or I was it, the, the the position I was playing wasn't it wasn't conducive to me being who I was supposed to be, mm-hmm. you know. And if it caused more harm than it do help, yeah, you got to know when to just let it just you know what I'm saying do right. its thing, you know. And uh, you know, we all are still super super close, you know. But um, I had to go find what I what I was looking for. Sure. And whether I had it the whole time or not, you know, I figured that out. Does it does it surprise you at all? Like considering that that core group of guys, like the house, like did you see everybody ending up where they ended up? And yourself, it was all planned. Yeah, it was like we like it was so crazy because in college or you like in 2010 or 2012, like it was a golden era of hip hop, bro. Like with the Smokers Club tour, yeah. Like it gets yeah. it gets overlooked often, but like. When niggas had to go find music, mm-hmm. or when like SoundCloud started to merge, mixtapes was coming up. Bro, Kimfo, you couldn't even you didn't even know about how Cole was coming. Cole probably jumped up on out of nowhere for for any other person, but yeah. for us, we was there with a nigga from the Ville. We was there from right. the warm up, the come right. up. You know, even with Wiz, like before you even, bro, we was mm-hmm. there. We was there, like burn after rolling, like we was there. Yeah. And so, like yeah. when we came too. up, it was it was like. We saw what they were showing us. We mm-hmm. saw that they were showing us, like, nigga, you in high school, like, this 2010, you in high, you finna graduate right now. Nigga, we some young nigga. We like 20, the, the niggas that was on, they like 23, 24. Right. You know what I'm saying? They gave us the game, bro. They showed us that we didn't have to, you know what I'm saying, just do the usual. Mm-hmm. And so all we did was capitalize, bro. Like, we, we're in an age of consciousness in, in college. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, now if we come in different and we pushing a, if we push a certain, if we push a dialogue, bro, they gonna, they gonna hear it. And um, that's what they did, bro. And the internet is so beautiful, like, because before the house popped, two nine popped, and two nine, that boy Curtis, uh, you got Jace, you got Retro Sushi with uh, what's the dude name? Uh, that Siege and Jace, they got their group. Um, but like that, 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 okay. that movement in music was super special, bro. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, bro, that was our when, when we was a part of it, we going through it. You know what I'm saying? Like, nigga, we did Trump one time, and that nigga said he seen the whole. <laughs> <laughs> this is really looking bad for me. What? No, I don't know. That's all the psychedelics. I don't care. I fuck with that shit. I bro. mean, it's not like you said, man. We was doing heroin this one time. Like, yeah, that's a different like, level. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know what no, I'm heroin, saying? Heroin. <laughs> OG Mako got a song called Heroin, Heroin, Heroin. That's the hook. It's hilarious. What's your relationship with him? That, that's my nigga, man. Like, you was on that song, Are You With Him? Yeah, that's my nigga. I got a couple other ones with him, too, on the uh, Blackfield Collins tape. Okay. Rage. Okay. Yeah. That's the homie, bro. Like, how'd y'all link up? When I was out there in Atlanta, man. 2015, after I got off probation. Okay. See how everything's full circle. Yeah, so after I got off probation. Um, man, moved. real quick, before you, before you start on that, like, you got a wild story about how they even got you in the first place. Oh, my God, nigga. You know like, about that? Like, yeah, so he was like, hey, I'm going <laughs> to. Yo, okay, the, look, the so you remember, the stole, you remember the stolen laptop? <laughs> yes, look, oh, my God, bro. This, this is how I tell y'all, bro. Hip-hop police are so real. They are real. And not right. only that, like, the police use the internet almost, mm-hmm. like, to their full advantage. Man, niggas do not know, dog. Can't like, fight. Check this out. I'm going to break it down for y'all just real quick because yeah. I don't want to harp too long on this. But, okay, so the missing laptop, the mm-hmm. stolen laptop that I told you guys about, 
because I'm a social figure on the campus, I'm not that hard to find. You know sure. what I'm saying? So if and some niggas look, if some niggas looking for me, <laughs> all they gotta do is contact somebody that's close to me or tweeted me mm-hmm. or has some type of relation. Yeah. That's all they gotta do. So <laughs> yeah. so I'm on Twitter like, yo, if any of you niggas find my laptop, nigga, nigga, I need that back. You know, holla at me any leads. Right. You know what I'm saying? I need that, bro. It's not come on. Be out on it. Come on. All right. <laughs> Watch how Twitter work. So <laughs> some shorty um named Champagne. I remember it to this day. I was like, dang, you remember her name. Yeah, bro. I ain't gonna say fuck shorty, but yeah. She may not have known. She didn't know, bro. But okay. she, <laughs> I'm gonna let you tell a story, my bad. Nah, no, nah, I was just like, <laughs> nah, that was just my we were agreeing right there. Okay. Sorry. But yeah, man. So uh somebody hit her up and they was like, Hey yo, you know Ricky Blue? And it was like, she was like, Yeah. She was like, Hey, let him know we got his laptop. You know what I'm saying? We found it in the library. She was like, Word, oh shit, for sure. I'm gonna hit him up. She hit me up like, hey, yo, Ricky, some niggas just said they found your laptop in the mm-hmm. library. I'm like, word. Oh, shit, link me up with them. Give me a, give me your number or whatever. Give me the, give them my number. Yeah. Nigga called me. He's like, yeah, what's going on, Ricky? And I was like, what's up, bro? He was like, yeah, man, uh, I got I got your uh, I got your laptop, bro. I don't, I don't know. I was like, word. I was like, he's like, yeah, bro, I'm finna be in class for like an hour. But um, after class, bro, you just give me your address, bro. I can pull up on you. I was like, for sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, yeah, nigga. So I get a knock at the door. And it's a random, you know what I'm saying? Uh, honey, I shrunk the kids looking ass white dude right there, right? <laughs> and so he got this back, he got this little laptop bag, and he was like, "This your bag?" It was, in, I was like, "No, I don't recognize that bag." You know what I'm saying? But he went to shake my hand. He was like, "Ricky Wilson," and I was like, "Ricky Wilson, Kenfo, bro, my whole government, Kenfo." The nigga shook my hand with the other hand, hit me with the uh, <laughs> you're under arrest for, and I was like, "Nigga, what? How? What? Yeah. For what?" Yeah, Kenfo, this is a crazy part. So. I got jammed up, right? Mm. But they set my court date on Labor Day. And so the meeting with my lawyer that I was supposed to have that morning, nigga, I, I went to the lawyer's office. It's, nigga, it's Labor Exposed, Day. Nigga, yeah. it's Labor Day. I didn't know the government be open that day. But when you miss, but when you miss court, can't folk. They're going to come find you by default. No matter like what. Mandatory. No matter what. So, man, I didn't even know, but the, I, nigga, they, I had a warrant. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so. But we got the jail song out of that. You got the jail song out of that. Yeah. Wow. So we got something. This is great. Like, wow. This is tight. Yeah, man. And we got the jail song. And you know, a lot of my my I was I was trying to figure it out, man. I was trying to make sense of these emotions, make sense of where I was in the world and and being faced with like the repercussions of my own decisions mm-hmm. made me want to do better so much more. You know what I'm saying? Cuz I'm like, nigga, oh my god. Like this light right now, but it could get heavy later. Yeah, like, like or even like different. being faced with three felonies. Like it's the first oh, time a nigga ever get caught up on anything. Like nigga, what? But that's Murphy's bro, Tennessee, thirty minutes away from the birthplace of the Klan. Mm-hmm. So they trying to lynch niggas. You know what's crazy? Their probation thing, bro. They just went under internal de- investigation, bro, and they got to settle. They nigga, they got to close down. They got to pay everybody back their money, nigga. They was, they was, they was doing niggas bad. But sadly, bad. I was on state probation, so I don't get a part of oh, that. Damn. So. Wait, fed the federal guys got got investigated. Nigga, the, the nigga, the nigga, the the, the, the district, the the probation, the, the city probation. Like oh, you know okay. what I'm saying? Like not state. It's yeah. like you know what I'm saying. I don't know, man. I, I hate the justice system. Yeah. No, I mean down south, it's kind of weird, man. Like you know, like as far as like smoke goes, anyway. Like I know guys who have been sent to, to like 
they got five years, like not probation, like straight up and down jail for like yes. because they got caught with seeds. There were seeds in their car. Kinfolk, I didn't even have a half, bro. I had like twelve grams, but I had the baggies with the skates and the gas mask. Bro, they hit oh, me with intent a, to distribute. Kinfolk, they hit me with a felony paraphernalia. Yeah. What? I mean, I'm not co-signing it. I'm a just what? like a what? Yeah, nigga, it got nigga. It's a gas mask with with a with the bong mm-hmm. on it. Like nigga, a felony, right? Any excuse will do in that kind of situation. You know what the goal is. It's quite peculiar. <laughs> so you you bounced out around a little bit. You went you went to Tennessee. Yep, yep and yep. then you ended up moving down to Atlanta. Uh-huh. I went to uh, I spent some time in New York before I went to Atlanta. Okay. And, um, yeah, shout out to Jay Bombay and my boys up there, man. Real solid guys. So were you were you bouncing around like trying to chase the hip hop dream? Like I was, at that bouncing, point? I was I was bouncing. It wasn't chasing at that point, bro. It was no, it was, my bad. You know, no, 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 no. But I, that's what I was doing. It that was I couldn't go after I got out of probation. Now, mind you, I only had two years to really do my thing and build my name up and be something that the niggas back home could be like, damn, the nigga doing it for real, bro. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't go back home yet, nigga. Like, I, <laughs> I feel what you saying. And not only that, like I couldn't just go back home. Like where I'm going, you know what I'm saying? Like. I mean, you got film. I mean, yeah, but then you the nigga crashing on yeah, niggas' couch exactly. and shit, and niggas trying to play you. Got you. About three months to get niggas, that right. Niggas trying to play you like you ain't get a job, Jody. You know what I'm saying? That kind of shit. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. So. Okay. And then you ended up in California. I ended up Atlanta was great. I was like eight months, and then I came back home for the first time okay. in five years in 2015. So wow. July, August 2015, August, August 2015, I got back to Dallas and. It was weird, bro, because I had never been in a city as an adult, and like, you know, my Your name was ringing. Different. My, my 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 name was ringing bells, and niggas was rocking with me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they had seen you like on the SoundCloud and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I hadn't I hadn't really went up yet. I didn't okay. I didn't turn up yet. This is 2015. Okay. So I go back to I go back home August September October. I'm only in I'm only in Dallas for two months. October 14th come. And I moved to LA with sixty dollars in a one way. Yeah, I mean, but like to back up, like everybody probably in the city is aware of thirty three already by the uh, time you get home. I, and I don't know. Then that's the thing because okay. I got a peculiar vantage point, man. Like I'm dropping shit, and I'm not even looking for niggas back home to stamp it because I, I mean they're not re- they're not relevant to your success for real, for real. Not only that, but if you get caught up in that, like you're not gonna get past that. You're gonna be mm. you're gonna be thinking niggas sleep on you your whole life and niggas in your city, man. Y'all niggas, man, fuck y'all niggas. I'm in I'm in I'm in Atlanta right now with Gucci man and everybody rock with my shit. And they love me, nigga. Gross high worldwide. Now niggas hate it. Like then niggas looking at you like you you Wale. <laughs> yo, and Wale so, got the biggest chip, man. Yo, for no reason. What's to crazy? Me. What's crazy is that like it's all in what you show. Yeah, like they played him like that because he exposed that part of himself. Right. Nigga, Drake could be just like that. Right. Kendrick could be just like I could be just like that. I mean, but I'm not finna show you niggas that I'm like that because then nigga, yeah, I mean, nigga, stop they, fucking with you when you like that. <laughs> don't don't nobody like to be around an angry nigga. Come like, on, all bro. the time. Like, and not only that, but like how niggas sleep on you, bro. You got every pair of shoes in the world, nigga. You got you got platinum <laughs> records. You you on two K. You are living the niggas. You are a short nigga on two K. <laughs> With like an eighty nine rating, bro, <laughs> nigga, you, bro, you on TV with I mean, the NBA celebrity. Bo- what, what's but, what's enough for you, my nigga? What's a, what? What is it? Is it rap gods or rap niggas stamping you as elite? Are you, they you, they ain't mention you in conversations? I or think you ain't, honestly, you, you, you ain't you ain't you, what what you you I feel like nigga sleeping on you? 
I mean, maybe, yeah, but I think he's still hurt about the Interscope fiasco, dog. Like niggas get fucked up about deals every day. That's true. That's true, and that's what therapy is for. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like to be honest, trying to bring it all the way around. But man, I just I, feel like I don't know. He I feel need like a hug. niggas niggas do that shit and then forget the fact that they got the fans. See, the labels don't. Exactly. The labels don't control that. Nigga, right. Like, otherwise Wale, they can make anybody a star, Wale, and it don't work like that. Like, just stay on tour, bro. Yeah. Drop music, drop music, and then fuck I mean, with your fan. Fuck with the focus on the people that fuck with you, nigga. Not the niggas who make you the butt of every joke, bro. Right. And then I don't know, bro. It's just like once you become a meme, nigga, bro, and niggas just start memeing your ass up. <laughs> it's just like you <laughs> don't know that you say better because niggas just memeing your ass up, yeah. nigga. My yeah. my wife is a humongous fan of, of his, but. It's, she, it's weird she, when you yeah. meet people that's like you like for real. No, like like <laughs> she's not she's not happy she's not happy with like the place he's at right now. She like she sure. like old Wale. She like Nike boots Wale. I, nigga, I like the breakup song Wale. Yeah, I like they only want me for my ambition. Y'all remember when Meek, when, when Meek washed his ass on that one? Oh my God, Meek got busy on his ass. Oh man, yeah. But back to your story <laughs> you, you you ended up in, in la yes a one way is sixty dollars in sixty dollars careful i wouldn't go down i wouldn't go to the cliff with sixty dollars a day and I mean, for some reason it just it made sense man i had never been everybody was going my nigga just went out there and got signed nigga everybody going out there following the situations i'm like damn nigga i ain't never seen the ocean hey for the record like for everybody listening just because you took a uh a, a meeting with empire records that don't mean you signed dog you're not really fooling nobody when you yeah bro like and then these pictures in the, in the in the in the hallway before you even get the to lobby, talk to anybody the, yeah. <laughs> I ain't fooling nobody bro but it's it is fooling a large portion of niggas though so you gotta yeah. it's like coast to coast mixtape tours mm-hmm yeah, nigga, you gonna pay this three hundred, four hundred dollars to perform? Man, you, we pulling so, the curtain back, man. We pulling the curtain back. So is so is seven hundred other dumbasses. You know what I'm saying? And y'all just making these other hoe ass niggas rich and mad because you ain't got nowhere. But, but niggas sleep on you. What made you decide to go out to L.A.? Nigga, I had been everywhere else. Okay, where you where you talking about yeah, making New music? York, it, it, Probably <laughs> just Miami, the only one missing. I ended up going there after being in L.A. Okay, there you go. I spent two months in Miami. Wow, can't fuck. I have been everywhere, bro. And I. Shit, is that just like trying to do the networking thing and like building nigga, your brand up in every certain I, I different area? It was just like I gotta, I gotta go. To, I don't know what the fuck I was thinking, bro. Like, <laughs> like, like it talking to you, yeah. Like because oh, like you like in retrospect, yeah. Like what was I think? No, it wasn't for a lot of niggas, bro. They can have these pseudo plans, like yeah, bro. I always knew it was gonna happen, nigga. No, mm, that's real. That's real. So like for you it was like I'm gonna try I'm gonna try this like throw Nick, it against the wall trying shit trying shit won't work trying shit trying shit won't work trying shit trying shit yeah, but I, bro I got a disease bro and the disease is I can't stop bro I can't let well enough alone bro I don't know how to just stop I don't know how to just pack up my shit and just just go home I don't know how to take I don't know no if I came for it bro if I want it bro like yeah. if it's mine mm. then I feel like it's achievable bro I'm a I won't stop at any means to get it and no regional boundaries nothing that these scary ass niggas who ain't never went past their backyard can tell me right. that's gonna deter me from doing that so like man if it's in atlanta nigga it's in atlanta right there and, and if you check back the time right, everywhere i went that's where it was going on at at that time mm. you know what i'm saying like man in, in atlanta in 2015 what oh, yeah what atlanta still hot. what it is still hot it's still doing this thing but that's because yeah. atlanta Atlanta created an infrastructure and they took time for themselves. Like they was ro- they was exactly. rocking with them way before Welcome to Atlanta. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Atlanta had their their 
you got you got you got businessmen and you got niggas in the industry that ain't trying to be rappers in Atlanta and them niggas got more money than the rappers. And they know that and they okay with that. And they cool with that because they, they don't want to wanna, they don't want to be the goddamn rapper. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like niggas in Dallas so caught up in playing house and having this mm. this weird ass perception of being gone that they don't even want to put in the work. Niggas niggas are cool with an Instagram picture, bro. They don't even want to be syndicated. They don't even want to be incorporated. They don't even want to create a residual system of income for themselves for their brand. Like they don't want that. They they want niggas to they double tap their pictures, bro, and and tell them that they better than this nigga and sneak this in their homeboys. Yeah, and and weird. Like so so what that does for you in a way though, like I laugh at these niggas. I sit back. I don't blame you. I be with with my son, bro, and I sit back. I point and I laugh at these niggas for. (laughs) <laughs> with Bam Bam so with Bam Bam in my lap. Now look at this hoe. Uh, this is like, <laughs> it's just like, bro. Because it's like, it's only, only real. It's only, bro, it's only, we sit back and laugh at niggas, bro. Because, like, this shit is only as real as you make it, bro. Yeah. And and that's, it worked both ways. Like, mm-hmm. your life. Like, the BYNK radio, it's only as real as you make it, Kim right, Like, everything. It's only as legitimate as you make it. It's only as, it's only as, as real, like, so if you gonna if you gonna if you gonna turn some fuck shit into your reality, my nigga, that's exactly what you and now, you, mm. now you gotta deal with the 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 Titans of Dallas falling down. It's like nigga, shut the fuck up. Nigga, these niggas is placeholders. All these niggas. These niggas is just doing it because ain't nobody else doing it. And these are niggas that happen to be doing it before other niggas decide to do it. So mm. if you mad that these niggas is them niggas, knock them niggas off. That's fair. Just knock them off. Yeah. I don't know, cuz. But I don't but the the quote unquote, I guess who who are the are the, the I, big the I don't runners know. in Dallas? Because I, who, like the, show pe- the people, the, pe- the names show people might think of. Show them to me. Like probably not who, current. Who? But when we think of people who came from Dallas, like probably the row and then you got Post Malone. Like, but nobody thinks Dallas when they think those guys. They just think, you know, ice cream paint job. The road, they think the road, White Iverson. Dallas, you know what I'm saying? The row Dallas, the row is what happens. I'm talking when. about the external perception. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. It's just the row is in a peculiar position. He was the first nigga to ever pop. Mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. so now it's everybody watching him to see what he gonna do. And, and they look, it's, it's, just, it's not fair. Stuff, it's yeah. not fair because now you got your expectations on what really should have been Tum Tum, uh, 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 Lakiki, uh, what, wow. uh, right. Eastside Gangster, uh, what's it, uh, ESG, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's just weird, bro. We project that these outlandish expectations on niggas that are humans, bro. Mm-hmm. And it's, I don't know, bro. I made my project, I've dropped Pleasant Grove. The Pleasant Grove VP um, in December. I had moved to LA in October. It was in 2015. Yeah. 2015. All this shit happened the same year. Moved to Atlanta. Went back home. Moved to LA. All this the same year, nigga. Okay. And so I'm in LA, bro. I'm not tapping back in with Dallas with my every move. But And you shouldn't have to. You shouldn't be. But I, I, but I named my EP Pleasant Grove. Yeah, you I mean, you, you're still trying to, like, you know, fly your flag. Yeah, you got to. You got to. And so you make your thing a thing and niggas respect it. Mm-hmm. Not. Looking for niggas to co-sign it and stamp it. Now putting it out there. And nigga, after two days, that bitch had like a hundred K plays. Like, and I was like, okay, well, I just gotta not focus on the, the small things. Like, it's like if I worry about the plays, nigga, I ain't gonna get no plays. If I don't give a fuck about the plays, I'm gonna get all the plays. I understand that to a point. If you over focus on any one thing, like it becomes your world, and then that's when all the other things get neglected. And niggas start playing you. Then niggas start buying plays. And now your plays that you earned don't mean shit. Cause, they want to see numbers. That's, that's another conversation. Yeah, right. <laughs> People buying a whole lot of it's things. It's a whole world. Follows, likes, retweets. It's a whole, bro. It's a whole world that a nigga got to go through where like niggas love. I get to the meeting. 
I get to a label meeting. They love my music, love everything about me. Oh, man, you're a great person. We love your personality. We love, yeah, all that. Your metrics need a little work. Nigga, plug me up, nigga. Plug right. me into the machine. Right. Like, For $10,000, I can make my metrics look amazing. Come on, bro. Come <laughs> on. And then and then y'all give me mine. Right. That's not fair, bro. And then that, that completely disregards the whole, like, thing with stardom. Or, like, finding somebody. Like, if you, if you base all of these things... On the numbers and the metrics, nigga, you missing out on the shit that that happens naturally. The shit that the diamonds in the rough, nigga, and there's more diamonds I heard in the bullshit y'all promoting. So it's like, yeah. nigga. Ah. But the reason that happened is because like a whole bunch of people at labels started picking a whole bunch of ducks to like turn in the stars that weren't didn't really have the star power internally. And now they're like, all right, we need somebody who's already proven in their own backyard to take them to the next level. Whether that, and that, that, that makes sense to a point, but also it doesn't make sense because there are a lot of situations where, you know, somebody stardom, like just because they popping in, you know, let's say Dallas, don't mean they gonna pop in the rest of the, the country. They could be popping in LA. That don't mean they, that the rest of the country gonna care about them. You it's know what I'm saying? It's, uh, that's why I couldn't, couldn't focus too much on, on Dallas. I had to put mm-hmm. on for, for mine in hopes that niggas will put on for theirs like I put on for mine. Mm-hmm. It ain't disrespecting nobody from the North or nothing like that, but. Sure. Wanna say gross side worldwide, nigga, you supposed to respond. North side worldwide, nigga. <laughs> East side worldwide, wherever. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we took it there when they didn't even, it wasn't even set up for that. Mm-hmm. It wasn't set up for me to be the one nigga from the Grove in Murfreesboro, Tennessee at that time to meet with niggas that I wouldn't even know would blow up past, you know, our perceptions and, you know? Yeah. This is like everything happened for a reason. And when you get your chance and you get your spotlight or you get that, that second nigga, what you gonna be saying? What you gonna be putting on? Mm-hmm. And then that show you what you're doing it for. And, um, you know, I was out in LA for two years, bro. And it got to a point to where, you know, my, my, my wants from this changed. My, my goals changed. What I, what I wanted from music changed. And, um, started to get a lot more in the, like, to, into the community and wanting to, work more closely with the next generation and with the kids and um i just thought about it. i'm like man don't get me wrong these niggas in inglewood cool bro but the end of the day bro i'm not from inglewood bro. yeah yeah and this niggas in south dallas wearing these has to say compton on them so obviously there's a disconnect <laughs> yeah and i just want niggas yeah. to love theirs like everybody else love theirs because the only mm-hmm. reason why compton compton look just like south dallas bro i can believe that it looked like south dallas bro like i have not been to to oakland can't I don't fuck. know if I want to, to be Can't honest. Nick, bro. But I, I have been to Inglewood. Look like Oak Cliff. Okay. Ingle, wow. Actually, Inglewood niggas are just like Cliff niggas, bro. And they all bloods, too. It, yeah. 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 What? And so then I'm out there and I'm, I'm analyzing everything. You know, mm-hmm. I got I got this OG nigga out there, this uh, OG crew nigga named Frost. And uh, cool as hell. You know what I'm saying? What Frost look like? Nigga, uh, hooping ass nigga, that, uh, freckles, light skin nigga. Skin? Yeah. We'll talk after the podcast. Yeah, real nigga though. You know what I'm saying? He looked out for me. Super tough. And uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know, bro. He just he respected how I was coming about the Grove, bro. Mm-hmm. Like, and he, nigga, his dad founded the East Coast Crips, nigga. Like, you know, like them niggas, they got they shit set, but yeah. they only they only beef be with goofy niggas that be from a whole another side and trying to perpetrate some shit that that's that's rest- restricted to them. And mm-hmm. and you can't do nothing but respect that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Cause when I, I used to be so Dallas, bro, so gross side, bro. I wouldn't even respect a nigga from McKinney, bro. <laughs> and that sounds silly man, as hell, he but he like, can't help what he grew he up. He can't man. help that. And, and I'm at, <laughs> and look, it's really some self conscious shit. Cause I'm more, more so 
A nigga, I, I, yeah, I'm jealous. I'm jealous that the nigga parents had had a house. Yeah. I'm jealous that the nigga parents like put him in position and where he wouldn't have to worry about the shit. That, yeah, so I had to check. I had to check those. Why I had to ask myself why was I so gross eyed like why, mm-hmm. and why was I so inclusive about something? It was because I, we were never given nothing. Yeah. And so the little that we get, we 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 put it on a pedestal, nigga, and it may not be shit, nigga. It might be a turd sandwich, nigga, but then, nigga, that's our turd sandwich. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and it's just like. I don't know, bro. I had to open my eyes even more when I came back, uh-huh. and it was like, "Yo, my little boy gonna be he gonna he gonna have to grow up around these little niggas and these yeah. little niggas out here lost. These little niggas, man. I know a little black ass nigga that stay at the gas station every day, bro. And I'm just like, damn. His soul just in the hood is just mm-hmm. it's just you know not the not trying to put death on the nigga, but I the nigga be the nigga be breaking in the cars and shit. Just a whole roguish, just roguish, roguish ass young nigga. Young, you know what yeah. I'm saying? My my young nigga gonna have to grow up with these niggas. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And right, like, right. It's just I can affect change here. You know what I'm saying? I can do things for the community. I can I can nigga my nigga my my shit check out. I'm good. You know what I'm saying? My shit want my dad in to check out. So when it comes for being a voice for anybody, especially from my side, nigga, I I I embrace that and I want to be that. Mm-hmm. And shit ain't nobody else doing it. So shit, not us, nigga. Which one of these niggas gonna look out for the growth? Right. Cause these folks finna man, look, I see they whole wig. <sighs> like so is, is They that put a moo y'all in the hood, nigga, it's over. Yeah. You hear me? Starbucks coming, nigga, all that. Niggas gonna be bike lanes on Buckner. <laughs> man. So so is that what the neighborhood interest committee is about? Is that why you set that up? Sorry. Yeah, man. Me, shout out my boy Cello, man. Marcellus George, man. That's that's my boy, my Grove Side dude right there. And uh, he's actually my number one partner in uh, the Neighborhood Interest Committee. And uh, yeah, yeah, bro. Speak on, speak on that a little bit. Man, bro. Okay, so there's a lot of shit that go on in the hood. Sure. It's a lot of things that go on that's beyond our control, but it's only because of ignorance. Like, mm-hmm. it's tenured governmental officials that just get reelected every year. Tenured like that. Yeah. Even though they're not technically, but they are they they running on votes no, like every year. Every year, bro, and ain't nobody running against them. And yeah. and these folks putting their name up in the hood. Niggas voting for them. They don't even care like default, they right? bro, they, they they initiatives getting passed it. Yeah. Like they getting passed and like you got you got lobbyists, you got people who who just they whole game is just to get certain shit passed for the interest of other people. Mm-hmm. And so when you start thinking about the hood and you like, hold on. These folks changing the name. These, sorry, these folks changing the name of the hood. These ho- these folks trying to rebrand the hood. I right, bet. All right. Where do these niggas live? Hmm. These niggas don't live here, fool. Right. Right. All right. So, all of these complaints that we got about our hood and things like that, it all comes down to the fact that we don't know who's presiding over our district. We have no idea. Mm-hmm. So all of the, all these angry niggas with all of their gripes and you know what I'm saying grievances against the government is great, but who do we talk to? Yeah, that energy ain't going nowhere toward like problem resolution. Who do we talk? to? It got to a point where now niggas just cool with it. Yeah. Now it's it's trash. Angry and they get over. Kinfo, it's trash in the gutter and niggas just cool with it. And it clearly says this water runs deep, like straight to the the fresh water. Don't put trash in here, nigga. And it's trash spilling out of the gutters. Mm. Meaning that the trash had to go in there and pile up to spill out. Like yeah, yeah. It's 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 terrible mm-hmm. but if we don't care then they don't care then who gonna care right. no one right. so the neighborhood interest committee our biggest our biggest goal was to just add awareness not only to what's going on in the community but 
figuring out, all right, look, bro, we can go door to door with this shit. We can figure out we can we can figure out these pamphlets. We can figure out what these people are looking for and, and we can get these people that don't give a damn about us up out of out of the city, you know, the city hall. Mm-hmm. And um the reason why we started it was because we couldn't even talk to the city without having a non profit organization. Oh yeah, they wouldn't even see us. They wouldn't even see a nigga. So we was like, like you're not right. a citizen. Yeah, bro. You know? So it was like, all right, well, let's come with a non-profit organization. I think that's dope that y'all even came up with something, though. Yeah, it's like, no, you didn't just let that be a roadblock. You straight know, up. You gotta get straight over. up. And, you know, me and, me and him, you know, I ended up, and he knew that I was going to, you know, transition a little bit deeper into fatherhood and not have a lot more extra time on that being a musician. So, you know, he took more of a um, priority role in it. But mm-hmm. with this summer, man, we definitely want to just, bro, it's like niggas don't know how to deal with niggas and niggas be niggas. And it's like, bro, you know, you know how, you know how to get people, you know how to get them to rock with you, bro. Yeah. So like, let's stop approaching our people like they not our people. Mm-hmm. So we know that our people don't, we know that we don't trust nobody coming to the hood to tell us we need to do better, nothing like that. Like, what, what are you, what are you doing? Like, yeah. give them something. Yeah. Come bearing gifts, nigga. Like, right. on coming to America, when them niggas pulled up to Zamunda, <laughs> it was trunks of gold and the finest of linens and and all of that, bro. Man, you got to gain the love and the trust of these people. And these people have been nothing but lied to. They've been disregarded. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. you got to you got to you got to you got to earn their trust, bro. And that's something that I'm willing to do and I understand it. I know why they don't trust them. And so I don't know, it, it makes sense to me. To other people it may not make sense, mm-hmm. but that's cuz they, they ain't from there. Yeah. And niggas want better, bro. Yeah. Niggas, yeah. niggas ain't trying, bro, bro. Niggas want better, bro. Yeah. Like and anybody from the hood can tell you that niggas want better, but you know we got to have those leaders. We got to have those people that step up and, and, and really be able to talk to the people. And how can we talk to people if we ain't knocking on these doors and touching these people? Let them know that we here. Let them know that we care. Let them know that we care about what they care about. You know what I'm saying? And that was that was basically the uh, the energy behind the Neighborhood Interest Committee, man. And this summer, we know we're getting into the, the whole uh, volunteer shit, you know, and bringing in the youngest and, and figuring out what we can do, man, to just to help and uh Niggas got to vote. Voter literacy, man. Entrepreneurial yeah. literacy. You know, we got to know what's going on. Definitely. Straight up. So to transition back to the music real quick, um, how would you say that, like, you've you've grown as an artist or creative, um, your creative process has changed, you know, like through 33 and then Pleasant Grove and miscellaneous to even polarity and then you can't yeah. make me like yeah how do you feel like you've grown as an artist because that's very important yeah you know in artist development I used to be um I used to be super impulsive I'll yeah. make a song and I'm dropping it I don't care about it. nobody talking about I'm gonna drop this song mm. and then don't let that hoe get more than 20k views now I'm really think I'm doing something <laughs> but the truth is it's like you know sometimes you gotta you gotta sit back and you gotta you gotta plan it out mm-hmm. and um it's important you can't make me uh I really took my time to do some. I, I, I how I want to put this? I was gonna have a kid, nigga, and He's I didn't. On the cover. And I didn't want to be Daquan, who had a mixtape coming out. <laughs> so <laughs> fair enough. I mean, like, I, I don't think every, you would ever be in that position because you've already feel, accomplished it. Like, I feel you, you, you for real, you know. But you know, in, in my head, nigga, I'm, I'm my biggest critic, so I ain't never did enough. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But. With every other um, mixtape, even from the one most recent from You Can't Make Me, uh, was it Miscell- Polarity? Mm-hmm. Polarity, I did the artwork for that, dropped it. You know what I'm saying? Mis- miscellaneous, did the artwork for that, front and back, dropped it. P- Pleasant Grove, did the artwork for that, dropped it. So I had been creating these 
like these systems for myself, like not needing too many people in order to get my ideas out. To a one man band kind of thing. Yeah, you yeah, just go yeah. Go find a producer and then go to work. Right, right, right. But man, you can't make me. It was the first time I allowed myself to, you know, take my hands off of the design. And you know, I met a guy named Saint, and Saint was he was such a great person. Like, bro. I used to do all my own artwork because niggas was hoeing me, bro. You know what I'm saying? I got all these songs, but I can't drop them without artwork. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. was that was this whole SoundCloud thing. And, yeah. And I knew that back then that if the art wasn't resonating with the people, that wasn't gonna connect it matters, with the song. Yeah, a lot more yeah. people think. Man, bro, you got a you got a terrible Windows ninety eight wallpaper as your artwork. <laughs> niggas is not gonna click on yeah, it. Man. You know. And so uh I cared about that man and you know, I just kept doing my own, kept doing my own. It was this guy named Sane. He was hitting me up like, bro, I fuck with your music, bro. Like, I want to I want to do some art for you. you know? Okay. In my head, I'm like, man, he's, he going to say that, but he going to text me. Mm-hmm. You know, and uh, he kept asking, kept asking. I kept dropping songs, kept dropping songs to the point to where I would do artwork. And then he would create the artwork after seeing my artwork and send it to like, me and be me like, change that. it. Yeah. And so I was yeah. like, damn, he really trying to like turn me up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And then one time, man, he was like, bro. I got you. What song you finna drop? What's it called? War. I right, mm-hmm. bet war. Nigga, war ended up getting like eighty thousand. Like no promotion, no, no nothing. Yeah, just, just off the fan base. Just off the fan base off of the right nigga liking it and uh, reposting it or however. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And that's when I was like, okay, I'm gonna fuck with you. So wait, stop. You 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 haven't had any marketing plans for any of your music. No. Like were you like I was I'm anti- gonna I was, talk to this I, YouTube guy or I'm nah. gonna talk to this tastemaker over here. Nah. That's dope. It was always because I knew man, niggas are try to hoe you, bro. Like nigga like blogs will see you getting more blogs and then they'll just they'll yeah. bla- they'll blackball you or they'll they'll hoe you or if you don't go through that channel, they'll they'll add man, I didn't oh my god, I got a crazy story about getting blackballed by balls. Blogs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible. I was like, who is that? Blackballed by blogs. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, we'll talk about that later. All right. But uh yeah, man, I I, I got to a point where I didn't want to nigga, I ain't want to deal with none of them. I was like, bro, I can just get to the people. If I can get to the people and I'm not contingent upon some lame ass nigga who has no social like ingenuity whatsoever. Like mm-hmm. I'm talking about the, the worst kind of cheese ball smelling ass nigga. Like I'm not <laughs> and I'm gonna stress myself out about this nigga fucking with my mute typing up a horribly written review that yeah. where he didn't even put any thought into right i'm gonna stress myself out about him post my- right nah bro nah bro and i and, and it's almost it's almost like i just i just went like fuck them bro like mm. fuck all of them fuck the blogs fuck the press release bro i ain't put out a press release for a song since 2000 and probably 15 that's wild Y'all, yeah, if, if like, no, no, and that's, no, that's wild to me because, like, if somebody Googles Ricky Blue, oh, you get a mi- you slew get, you of get stuff millions. comes up. <laughs> you get millions of results. You get millions of it. And, man, like, it's crazy that you would even say that because, like, as a kid, we used to go to the Skyline Branch Library, right? And I'd get on the computer. Before we got on Rotten.com, we would get, you remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I, used to, I used to Google my name. Okay. My name is my name. <laughs> I used to Google my name, and uh, and of course, how old were you doing this? I was like uh, 10, 11. We wow. just started walking down the street. What age? About <laughs> ten? About yeah, because you about thirteen. You know I said, <laughs> yo, new teenager. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah, so hey, you we walk Googling up there and I Google my name, and I wouldn't see shit, and I'd be like, Pat, 
That was the motivation for you. <laughs> Bet. I'm yeah, one of these days. Mm-hmm. And man, I, I've always, I don't know if it's if it's the Tupac syndrome, man, but uh, I've had this weird, weird, weird infatuation with my legacy and what was was said of me after I'm gone, and and now that I have a seed like with the same name, like nigga, he now he gonna be a young nigga just searching his name because he got a peculiar name. And he's gonna be like with Ricky Blue. And he gonna see all these articles, all yeah. these people saying like who his dad was, and no matter what mm-hmm. anybody ever tell him, you know he'll always be able to see that. Like, now how long? Now, daddy wasn't no hoe ass nigga though. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> That's what you gonna be saying to your son? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna keep it solid with Bam Bam, bro. Bam Bam gotta know, bro. So, do you think that legacy focus like has anything to do with your mom? Definitely. Like being conscious of that kind of thing? Definitely, man. Um, I don't know if it's detachment issues. I don't know if it's just a, a weird infatuation with um, the afterlife or just leaving or just knowing that nigga you gonna leave the, the one yeah, day. It's happening. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And and you know we never would have thought that would have happened to us, nigga. If you would have gave me, nigga, give me a million, nigga. If you gave me ten million dollars, like look, Ricky, one of the most traumatic experiences is about to happen to you. Wow. Name it. Like not multiple choice. Back then, bro, I would have never wrote that my mom would have died. Wow. That wouldn't just that wouldn't that wasn't even in our our reality, can folk. Like my yeah. mama was six feet, former hooper, like walking every day, nigga. I'm talking about with it, hooping when the nigga coming from working all the time and my dad called out on the court, nigga, she'll get out there and hoop, nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like she played for Pat Summit, right? Uh no, she she got offered a scholarship to play for Pat Summit oh, and got pregnant. Oh wow. With Ta-da! One of our content contributors. Yeah. Shout out main name. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> we are related, though. <laughs> Blew it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, like speaking of family, like you had a you had a line on on the youth interlude that's on um you can't make me. Okay. Uh, my daddy had me active as a young youngin, even as a Black Panther. He was still thugging. Yeah. So he was a Black Panther. Yes. Wow. Yes. I remember ha- just watching videos of the pan the, the Panthers out there uh, demonstrating, and uh, I forgot what it was. It was Rams hacking some building. I remember seeing my dad on TV, <laughs> and uh, you know, him and Professor Griff had a real good relationship wow. from uh, Public Enemy. Wow. I used to go to his little uh, dissertations he'd have, like in the middle of South Dallas. Mm. Man, that, Dallas used to be. Man, with the Harambe festivals and like just the places that my dad used to go, it was like this was where it seemed like the revolution was gonna happen. Mm. And then niggas started jigging. Yeah, that happens and too much. Was like time, fuck man. the revolution, nigga. Let's dance. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what NFG was? Oh yes, man. NFG, OG NFG over here, man. Um, niggas from the Grove, bro. I really and and my dad. Of course, he had the vision, the same type of vision I had. Mm-hmm. I had the same type of vision my dad had. Like after okay. seeing the land, you know, bringing that back, bringing that that sense of family or or man, you can't even aim towards something if you ain't seen it before. I didn't know I wanted a boat. That's real. Until my partner saying. invited me to his boat, bro. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't no jealous shit, no covetous like, shit. Like yeah, this nigga, is I possible. Want like nigga, yeah. I didn't even know I wanted. A, I can't swim for real, bro. So what the fuck? <laughs> I'm gonna need a boat for. Hey man, they got life rafts, man. They got nah, straight up, they got that. But like for a nigga that ain't just out there jumping out, shit, like yeah, let's do it, nigga. I ain't worried about no boat. But now, nigga, I could just pay a boat. Nigga, I ain't got to pay rent. Mm-hmm. I could just live on the water. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm doing that. How, how dumb you ain't gonna feel about that though? What's crazy is 
we actually had the decision. That's his lady, by the way, for y'all. Listen. We actually had the decision to make. Do we get an apartment in Burbank or do we buy a boat? And I will always blame her for us not buying a boat. In Burbank, California. Yeah, man, we was I mean, up. We was you up. Probably baby. couldn't afford a, uh, a boat if you could live in Burbank. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> short lived. But uh, you know, we was uh, keeping up with the uh, Kardashians and shit. I feel you. So terrible decision to move to Burbank. <laughs> How did you guys meet? Me and Dom. Do you know about this already, or are you just yes. asking? Okay, okay. Look. <laughs> All right, look. So I, she ain't belong to no other nigga, but she came to the studio with some old other nigga, and, and the nigga was, I don't, you know what I'm saying? He was a cornball as far as you was concerned. I ain't, I ain't care what you. type of nigga he was. <laughs> That's for real. That it was, don't matter. The nigga, you seen what you I like. Nigga, I seen, I seen her. <laughs> and my eyes did like that. <laughs> and I started showing her around the studio I was living at. You know what I'm saying? I was like, you want to check out upstairs? I was like, it's fire. She's like, yeah. And I was like, all right. Mm-hmm. I gave her a tour upstairs. We got like all the living quarters and what we were, you know what I'm saying? Getting the whole campaign to start. It's where this flat, this flat shit really was real. You know what I'm saying? The beginning days. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, uh, nigga, I, after, after, uh, I told her to watch her head. You know what I'm saying? I think we was holding hands at some point in time because I was leading her. You know what I'm saying? Through the attic or whatever. Okay. Nigga, I look, I turned back and I looked at her, nigga, and I just kissed her in the mouth, nigga. And, and, and shit, shit, we've been going together ever since you asked me, nigga. I don't, I don't recommend that approach for everybody. Like, when you got the juice, <laughs> it might work, but I don't, I don't recommend that approach for everybody. I don't even know. It man, worked out for you, though. Yeah, I met. I ain't gonna lie, bro. We didn't been, bro, I ain't gonna lie. The most high really been working working in my favor when it comes to me and Damier. So that's how I yeah. know it's supposed to happen. Okay. Like, I'm terrible at dice. Okay. And she's gonna hate me for telling this story, right? But before... <laughs> I ain't gonna tell the story, bro. No, I'm gonna tell should, y'all. You I, I want to hear the story. You want to hear the story? I want to hear the story. All right, so I had these dice, right? And I was talking to her, and I was like, I was like, if I roll seven, bro, you got, you know what I'm saying? Okay. <laughs> and she was like, shit. She was like, shit. All right, nigga. You know what I'm saying? You ain't gonna, nigga. Roll the seven. Nigga, I rolled a seven, nigga. Then I hit the hoe again. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like. <laughs> And I knew, bro. Be a lady I ain't even, nigga. I ain't even. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and to this day, nigga, I'm, I will put a ring on Shotty, bro. I'm not playing. You know what I'm saying? It's, she already it, talking like it. Come on. She hey, said my husband hey, on social media. Come on. Come on. It said when she mad at me, then I'm, then I'm booty head. <laughs> <laughs> then I'm a noodle head. But uh, yeah, man, we didn't been through a lot, man. Me and Shorty, man, we stayed in this one studio, bro. And I don't even tell niggas this, bro, because I, I ain't proud of this shit, nigga. It wasn't no shower in the studio, bro. We had to hoe bath it up every day. Mm. Six months, my nigga. Wow. And any other woman would have bought off on me for the first yeah. The first trip about that motherfucker, bro. And she stuck with me, my nigga. And she, she, she went through a whole bunch of shit she didn't have to go through for me, mm. bro. You know, so even when shit be bad, you nigga, or, or whenever niggas' egos get ahead of themselves, and I have a terrible attitude, I'm working on it. You seem like a jolly individual. I nigga. am, nigga. <laughs> I'm like that, but bro, I got bro niggas be trying me, bro. Yeah, and I'm a sensible nigga, bro. Like I, I really think I'm one of the most rational niggas on the planet, bro. It's Solid crazy. Dudes don't be getting it's tried. crazy. I don't be getting tried, dog. <laughs> no, 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 no. I see. No, you you talking about industry side? Yeah, ain't, ain't nobody. Right. The okay. girls I wear wide ain't nothing nigga try. They trying me. Okay, but when it comes to like, just like how niggas moving out here, bro. Just like I, I just like I have this terrible thing about not not minding my own business when it comes <laughs> to things that have like that's connected to me. 
Oh, that's what around. you're supposed to do then. That's, the, that's how I feel. See, that's how I was raised. I was raised that if it's some fuck shit going on around you, nigga, and you don't say nothing, you are contributing to the fuck shit. Yeah. But, nigga, that's problematic when you... <laughs> it, it can be. It, it can be. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. I just can't sit and let shit slide like that, bro. And so my issue really be I'm having to learn to withdraw my passionate um, uh, character and like into people. Like I, I got to stop. I got to stop putting so much energy into everything else, bro. Because like I be caring too much. Yeah, you can't be caring more than the people in a situation. Yeah, though. yeah. That, that's what drains your energy. Like when yeah. when when you matching somebody else's energy and further already, man. Y'all y'all can go to the moon, but yeah. when, when you want it more than somebody else does, yeah. it's it's a big waste of time, man. I've, yeah. I've learned. And I, did, I didn't so. I didn't just get this this face tap for no uh it wasn't for no no you know no Instagram post like. I wanted to mean something f- like for real to mm. me and like give me no other choice but to, you know what I'm saying, do it. But mm. it's a lot more flags out in the universe now. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. six or seven flags out here. And it's like, I just hope the niggas care about this shit like I care about this shit. Right. It's like, you can't care about this shit. Like, you can't think about it like that. Cause you know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't know. I know what you're saying. It's like, I, you create something for niggas to fuck with and then they fuck with it. You can't determine how they fuck with it. It's like, they gonna fuck with it how they. How they fuck with it? It's that's like that's a real mature way to look at it. You know, yeah. I'm just trying to just chill out and relax, bro. For the first time in my life, I'm trying to relax. Yeah. So, because so, I've been, if you can see with the journey, I've been everywhere we did. Yeah, you've been through a, a bunch of stuff too. Yeah. Are Are the Enfy vlogs coming back? Yeah, okay. they are. They are. We actually have one. We sitting on the uh, lamp ball championship. That's what happens when niggas ain't got no furniture, but they got a little ball and a lamp. Mm. And they are shooting the ball into the lamp <laughs> with uh yeah, I, I with professional that. basketball player from France, uh Keaton Miles, Girl Side Worldwide. Okay. Yeah, um they had a championship. So you know what? I might drop that tonight. I, can, I'd like it, to see it. Like, yeah, it's hilarious. It's like, hilarious. The last one was in February. I was like, we we dropping the March one. It's been yeah. March. Like, yeah, man. Bro, out, I ain't gonna lie to you. Um we just been focused on getting the website up. Oh no doubt. And now that no. we got the website up and we got the merch going live, now that people can order their Enfy and their international um long sleeves on infantry.net. I like that shirt. I like yeah. the commercial too. Thank you, bro. Thank I, you. I like I like the whole, you know, Newport kind of motif yeah. to be real. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm digging all of that. Yeah, bro. thank you, man. Thank you. And that's your boy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know, bro. I wish I could sit up and do designs all day. I mm-hmm. like rapping. But like designs, like graphic design. Yeah, I did. I did Jasmine's logo. The one that she sent you. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. She she told me. Yeah. I like. I just. I don't know. It makes sense to me. Photography makes sense to me. Colors make sense to me. It's like when I'm editing pictures. It's just I, ain't nobody ever taught me how to do that shit. Or like mm-hmm. I just have a. I don't know. I I think some of that might be like there there are people who. They speak in order to tell a story, and then there are other people who see a picture in their head, and they're trying to tell tell the story uh, in in order to like sort of bring that picture that they have in their head to life. Right, right. Those are the kind of people that I think have an eye for fashion, right. and have an eye for visuals, yeah. and have have an eye for like all these different things that involve like an actual visual yeah. uh, mechanism, like like you know design or something like definitely, that, like definitely. even architecture. Uh, and even with like the, one of those kind of people, yeah, bro. Even with the uh, the commercial, bro, we found that bamboo forest in the grove. Where? That is in the that is right across the street from my apartments. That's wild, nigga. We was driving by. We was like, we was actually gonna hit a whole nother like location, yeah. and it was like down a uh, down 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 yonder, you know, down the road. 
And um, nigga, I looked. I said, nigga, that's some bamboo, nigga. And he was like, nah. That's wild that I would just be down there. Yeah, man. bro. Yeah, bro. And we went over there, man. Smoked good gas in the bamboo. I brought Bam Bam out there. Yeah. Yeah, he was out there looking in the bamboo like. It was crazy, man. man. I thought y'all had gone way outside. The yeah, city. bro. And then I put on Instagram. I was in Tokyo, and you had hella likes. Yeah, niggas, bitch like, ass, niggas, bitch ass, ass niggas. Niggas ain't shit, bro. <laughs> you be right down the street, niggas. Niggas a hoe, you, bro. You say you in Tokyo. Oh man, I always knew you would make it. I am off of Buckner in St. Augustine. Let me hold some. Since you in Tokyo, already yeah. off the rip. <laughs> I like this picture, but um. With with the current project that you got out, you can't make me. Mm-hmm. Um, like I noticed, like normally, well, I'm not gonna say normally, but with most of your projects, uh-huh. you stick to like one producer or maybe like one or two. Like this has a bunch of different producers: Street mm-hmm. Symphony, uh, Chef Scout, Jawa Beats, uh, King Militia, and like probably like six other people yeah. that I can't even name off the top of my head. Did you do that on purpose? Yes, a nigga told me he made me, bro. I mean, people say that. Yeah, bro, you can't make, tell. You can't you know, tell. Make another me. That's, that's uh, what the classic line comeback. Line yeah, is. straight up. So, nigga, I had to. I had. A pro- oh I wait, took it a there. producer said that. Oh man, what? I think I know which one. <laughs> I ain't gonna name names. I ain't gonna name names, but I think I know. Which so, one. uh, so yeah, man, that was that was the, Dang, the core. God, that was the core. That was the core energy behind nigga. What? Yeah. And so then it was like, oh, I just gotta go off. Uh huh. And because people had always been used to me um, working with this one producer, now they can kind of in their head say that I have a dark sound or um, I'm super emotional with my music, which is all telling things. But when you see what happened, when I can get 13 different producers mm. to make a cohesive album that sound like yeah. it's one nigga, then it's like, bro, give me niggas don't ever want to give you your actual credit for the shit that you took time to do. They'll give you credit for it. Nigga, give me some credit on the sequencing, nigga, on how this bitch run. Like, mm-hmm. not you. You know what I'm no, saying? But like, yeah, but like, like, that's the thing that to me was most important. Like, me and my shorty sat up, like, man, we, we still got notebooks with old runs, like with songs that ain't, they ain't even on there no more. I got, yeah. I got records in my phone that they not on there. You that know what I'm saying? That progression is super important. Yeah, bro. And then that honesty. Yeah. That honesty between me and her to where she like, man, nah, we ain't gonna, nah, we can't do like that. Or when I'm sitting in the car and I'm listening to the album starting off with Go Off and I'm like, bro, it needs something before this hoe. Mm. Mm. And and then my grandmama calling and me taking my girl phone and putting the voice memo on and recording my grandma was talking shit because she talking the, the craziest I, cash. I, yeah, I, I heard that. I was going to ask you about that. Like yeah. you talking about at the beginning. Yes, yeah, bro. Was, but it was not planned. It wasn't like grandma, I'm finna do this. No, she called me and was just talking cash. And that's the reason why I couldn't. I couldn't yay or nay about the last. I was like, word, mm-hmm. word, <laughs> word. You know what I'm saying? And um, yeah, bro, it was just, it was just a moment, man. The most high works so well, bro. And if you just tap in, right, bro, mm-hmm. if you just tap into that frequency, man, like the tools will fall into your hands and you just got to do what you've always done, you know? And um, yeah, bro. Um, no, I, shout I, out to you for peep, peeping the, you know what I'm saying? The different producers and shit like that, man. Cause, Shout out to every producer that, that that got a part in that man. Yeah. Uh, Mike Almighty, uh, Chef Scout, my boy Chef Scout from France. My nigga oh, Jawa man. just beat cancer. Shout out to Jawa. Oh wow, dope. Yeah, yeah I had I man. didn't hear from Jawa in like four months, nigga, and I thought we was beefed out. 
Mm-hmm. And, and then I also put out the I, I put out the record. I had to go with my move, nigga. Like I, I had my son on the way. Yeah, son, and yeah. I had let my niggas know, like, okay. bro, I, just, I gotta go, bro. Like yeah. I'm gonna get you, bro. Like I'm gonna get you. We gonna be straight. Right. Just let me go and bust this move, bro. But you thought and, he uh, felt some type of way, but he was actually going oh, yeah. through a situation. It was actually some shit, nigga. But uh, yeah, and he was actually going through his own his own shit, man. And he told me just recently how he just beat it, bro. And uh. I think that shit is super beautiful. Uh, King Militia, my boy, my boy, uh, Foe, he's the engineer of the whole project. He engineered every song on there and, um, he actually co-produced the intro. And bro, when I tell you Foe is one of the coldest producers that don't know he cold, it's irritating, bro. Well, you just be regular about like his skill set. Yeah, bro. It's just like, nah, bro, this whole ain't that hard. Like I heard the, the intro, the jazz beat, bro. I wrote it right there. You can ask my shorty, nigga. I heard it. I wrote the intro right there, mm-hmm. right there, in right there at that moment, and that's when I knew. Like whenever it happened like that, I'm like, yeah, you supposed to be doing that. It's like the deja vu moments. It's mm-hmm. like you on track. Yeah, uh, your shit didn't lined up with where you supposed to be at. But you, know? you meant you mentioned track progression, and like one of the things that I kind of noticed when I was listening to it, and I, I listened to it like straight through several times, like to make sure I got like the right kind of vibe for it. It seemed like the energy, like you were really, really purposeful about controlling the energy, like it would go up and then it would go yeah, down, and then when it come yeah. up and it would come back down again. Yeah, was that on purpose? Yes. Or, okay. Thank, bro. Oh my God, this nigga, listen, bro. Thank you, bro. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Because I mean, I try to do that, uh, and it's all in you train people on how to handle you. Mm-hmm. So you train people how to receive you. Yeah. So you can't be mad if niggas say you a sad rapper if every song you come out with is a sad song. Yeah. So I can't yeah. be a sad nigga. I have to I have to project. I have to throw it where I want them to go. It's mm-hmm. like, you know, you can assume that niggas not going to meet you right here. But if you put that bar up there, more niggas going to meet you up there than niggas going to dumb themselves down to meet you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, fans will stretch themselves. Straight up, straight up. Yeah. You know, just to rock with you, just to see where you at with it. You know, right. and they can choose to go back to their level of understanding or now be forever elevated because of where you put them. But mm. that's on you. Yeah. And um, yeah, bro, I definitely I wanted to I wanted to do something I had never done. I wanted to I wanted to do some if my music had been dark, bro. The beginning, the first four tracks. That's my my attempt at being light. Mm-hmm. That's my attempt. Okay, well, let me let me get up out this darkness. Let me let me create something brighter. Let me create some some things that don't have that energy. But it's just that that was the point of the other project, man. Like going from that dark to that light, and and understanding like you can't make me as a story of like love and and self resilience and and progression and and faith you know mm-hmm. and you got songs that's like life is good then you got the level twos and yeah i don't know bro i just wanted to, i wanted to be in complete control and how a nigga felt i didn't want to leave it up to them to nah i'm gonna make you feel this right you know so from the, the the different topics that i touched on to you know the things that i emphasized I'm glad it was received, you know what I'm saying, in the way that it was supposed to be received because that's definitely what I was going for. Mm. So, like, you had you had one song I thought, like, the name of it was ironic considering how, like, chill it was, like, Brute and Bizarre. <laughs> like, considering that area, if you're not really from the Dallas area, you don't yeah. watch the news in the area, you, yeah. you don't know that that cross-section is kind of hell. It go down. Yeah. Niggas die. Bro, let me tell you, the coolest thing about Brute and Bizarre is that, like, so... When my dad first heard it, he was like, why did you name this Bruton Bazaar? Mm-hmm. You didn't say Bruton one time. <laughs> I noticed that, too. And I was I'm like, get to that. I was like, nigga, it's art, nigga. Just nigga, listen to it. <laughs> <laughs> dad, it's fucking art. 
<laughs> but uh, no, nah, man, it. I wanted to show people like the the power that like your environment has in shaping how you see the world, bro. Mm. Like Bruton, that that song describes the the lux the luxurious um ideology that the Grove had growing up. Oh. Like before we figured out that shit was fucked up. I was like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know where you're going with that. Cause ain't shit luxurious about nothing, food, nothing at all. But as a kid, when you see all them slabs in the parking lot and niggas busting mm-hmm. donuts and and all the bras out, you know what I'm saying? And you yeah. can't be out there too long. Your parents hurrying you up to the car. Now you got your hands on the window looking at the shit you missing out on. Yeah, unaware that three niggas just got popped. Yeah, as soon as you left the, you know what I'm saying? Right. But that's the reason why after the arguments and the crowd is gone and the bodies drop. And a straight bullet, the little shorty in the parking lot. And my hindsight got me thinking that I should have stayed at home. Mm-hmm. But it's nice tonight that I'm called up. Well, can I roll one? Because I'm on one. I'm too gross out of that shit slide. Yeah. So, like, what's crazy about that whole, that, 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 that verse is that my dad, after hearing it, called me. And he was like, bro, what you talking about on Bruton? And I'm like, what you talking about? Yeah. He's like, no, what you talking about? Like, I, I told him, I was like, man, um, I was really just trying to paint a picture of, like, you know, the typical Friday night at, at Boone Bazaar, just like, it always reminded me of that movie Idlewild. You know what I'm saying? That song, that beat, it reminded me of that that underground railroad swing culture yeah. that that the black people, that kind of get, get looked over in our culture. Mm-hmm. And uh, and uh, anyway, I forgot where I was. I was talking about the... Um, the create the... How the how the song happened and then like the, the yeah 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 okay yeah what my dad what my dad was saying so he called me he asked me what what uh he was like bro what what you talking about and I told him I was like man I was just trying to paint you know what I'm saying with with Bruton meant to me and he was like man you know that's uh that's how your uncle first girlfriend died right and I was like what oh no so Rodney Red's first girlfriend got killed at Bruton Bazaar by a stray bullet and they said he ain't never been the same since and when you start to think about like who Red been, you know, he always been, you know, the drunk uncle, you know what I'm saying, and all that, but he been he been dealing with a lot of demons. You know what I'm saying? And uh when he heard it, nigga, he he broke down and he was like, Bro, thank you, bro. And I was like, Damn, nigga. Whoa, like this is too heavy, nigga. I wouldn't even try to do that. was catharsis for him. <laughs> bro, for real. And so like I'm able to tell a story of some shit like I didn't even really Without know what happened, yeah. nigga. Like, right. nigga, you made up a scenario and it really it was Kenfo, real life. and it and it was real life, Kenfo. And um, that that really showed me. That, hold on, bro. I'm I'm tapped into a whole nother source, and it's just, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's beautiful, bro, for people to be able to, you know, reconcile and 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 address those things that we ran through for so long, like ran from. Mm-hmm. It, it's just tight, bro, because music, music, music can bring all that shit together. Yeah. You can heal all that shit. So what what are your future plans? What are your future goals? Like, we're going to get another project, like, you know, sometime soon. We're going to get, like, a Polarity 2, you know. Mm, damn, I, w- I, I would like to hear one of those. I, you know, I, 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 I like the vibe you and Dom kind of have. Yeah. I would, you know what, Dom? We're working on Polarity 2. So Polarity 2 coming soon. Awesome. Uh, not working on, I'm working on a lot of different EPs right now, man. Um, I want to. I want to saturate the market. I'll kind of do like the currency once a month thing. Man, I want to drop. I want to drop. I want to drop. Drop it like it's hot, nigga. <laughs> I want to drop it. I want to just drop music. I want to, yeah. cause what I wanted to do with the album, I just wanted to increase the the level of quality of what's expected. Like, 
Nigga, okay, if we making albums, if now we're if the verbiage has been skewed so much to where you know mixtapes, albums are yeah, interchangeable, and, stuff, projects. And, and it's just projects or EPs or whatever. Okay, look, yeah. well, this is my definition of what an album is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And and when when I was little, bro, and I listened to an album, my me judging the album was on its writing ability, like like how many hits on like do is it a good oh. collection of songs and yeah. like yeah yeah yeah. Nowadays, like, so I didn't, I didn't have one single I had in mind. Nigga, I tried to make 14 singles or 13 singles, you know, on the album. Mm-hmm. I tried to make, I, I wasn't trying to get on the radio with that hoe, but it's some records that I could hear on the radio. And so it's just, I don't know, bro. I want to change the way that people digest music. I want to, um, my primary focus right now is getting these visuals out for the album. You know what I'm saying? And, uh, after that, uh, you know, it's project on project. I got a project with Chef, with Chef Scout that I'm dropping um, called okay. Lethal. Okay. And um, oh, I'm supposed to be working on this EP with uh, Super Miles. Uh, you, you familiar with Super yeah, Miles? Yeah. Yeah, so that EP's going to be called Super Blue. That's going to be pretty tight. I like the Captain Underpants thing. <laughs> it's going to be fire. I think, I don't know how possible this is. This story popped into my head. If you were to do like an entire project with Childish Major. Yo, everybody keeps saying that. You, yo, you, you and him like together and he produces like the whole thing. I'm telling you, bro. I'm telling you. But see, he an artist now. You know what I'm saying? He was. That's a, why it would work. A, a, you know, I, I think he like, want to trade he'll, bars he'll, now. I think fine. he want Yeah. He, he, you can like be on, you know, y'all can go back and forth doing yeah. like the JD Kid Styles P thing or something yeah. like that. Or like, you know, y'all both on, on every We track. make really great music together, bro. I, I definitely. And, and I really like him as a person. He's a great person, bro. Childish Major is a great person. He's probably one of the most purest people I've ever met in my life. Mm, that's great that's nigga, bro. That's a great, bro. That's a great nigga, bro. Yeah. Like, for real. We got we to gotta somehow line y'all up, bro, because it's a Please. great, that's a great Please. nigga, bro. I'd love to sit down. Yeah. Um, so. Hold on. Can I answer this on camera? Dibby, what's up, bro? Bro, I'm doing an interview right now. <laughs> hey, what's up, man? If you said, if I'm a flag in my department, you feel me? You feel me? <laughs> okay. Texas, you know what I'm talking about? I tell that zip code. 10-5-2-4-3. Yeah. Hey, I will call you as soon as I leave here, bro. All right, bro. All right. And I was on 1%. I'm sorry. That's my gang member, bro. No, that's My nigga, cool. Nav Dallas Divi. Yo, honestly, before I leave, I'm going to show you his video. Yep. He got a video called Grinding. Mm. Shot okay. by Golden Galaxy on YouTube. Okay. He may or may not have dissed his baby mama. And I think it was the first diss record for Man, a nigga baby mama. I know. I know. Up. But she cool with it. She cool with it. And it went no... It wasn't no real. Oh, okay. It wasn't like okay. no real diss. It was more like, Katie, Mama be tripping." Oh, when them anthem yeah, baby Mama be tripping. <laughs> 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 it's just man, I, I love my nigga, bro, and um, he he on his journey too, mm-hmm. and like, I think that's what I'm most most appreciative of, man. Like, you know, my sister can attest to it. I've always wanted a little brother. As a kid, I was I was always like, "Nigga, I want a little brother, nigga. I, I want a little brother." <laughs> my mom was just no nigga. You got but, a whole son now. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. Now, <laughs> now I got somebody that's gonna listen. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but when it came down, man, I grew up, bro, and I was the youngest my whole life. And I looked up and I was 26, and I got all these little bros, bro. And it's like, yeah. damn, I got all the little bros I I could ever ask for. Mm-hmm. Little knuckleheads, man. But these I'll, little niggas crazy, bro. My partner Dibby, mm-hmm. he got envy tatted, biggest fuck on his face. Oh wow. 
like, commitment. I, I left him alone for 12 hours, nigga. And he came back <laughs> with empty, big as fuck on his face. And I was just like, yeah, I, I thought it was real when my flag was on my face. Yeah. It's so much more realer when another nigga got it on his face. It's like, oh, it's a movement. It's like, oh, shit. Yeah. Feet don't fail me now. No. <laughs> <laughs> but but I'll, I'll, I'll say this and then we'll wrap up. I think you being who you are and being all the different places you've been and the journey that you have and the cachet that you probably have with people, not just in the city, but outside the city, you're in a unique position to kind of be, um, I don't want to say like a godfather or a mentor to these guys, but somebody they can look at as someone they can help grow. You know, right, you know right, what I'm right. saying? And that's like all you, I'm here for, bro. Like, I, I yeah, even know. if it's that, even if that's just leading by example. Yeah. You know? and, and I'm not no dickhead, bro. Like, any young artist that, that, that is familiar with my music or like, nigga need some help, bro. Like, bro. Like, I'm here, bro. Yeah. I ain't gonna, I, I'm not here to lead a nigga in the wrong direction. I'm not here to contribute to the current bullshit that is in the industry. Mm-hmm. Like, if anything, bro, I, I want to be of service. And that's to anybody, nigga. Don't let nobody bust you over the head to get your shit on iTunes, nigga. Holla at me, nigga. I can, I can give yeah. you the options. Yeah. I can show you what's out here. And not until two years ago was I even given that game. Mm-hmm. So, even with all the progress that I made, niggas was still holding that shit from me. You know what I'm saying? They were mm-hmm. still holding different... And, and, and I don't want that for my people. And right. so, if you from Dallas, if you from the area at all, man, and um, you need some help, some insight, or or just anything, bro. Just man, holla at me, bro. Nigga, strike my line. Hit me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. I don't even be on Facebook. I don't even know why I said that. But Instagram or Twitter, Ricky Blue. Yeah, bro. I R- got you. R I K K I B L U. No E. <laughs> you you said the funniest shit one time. You said, "Yo, don't put no E." Like you, it's gonna you gonna find some some little white girl in like racing you watched it with a cat. I'm telling you, I'm <laughs> telling you, bro. I saw it the other day. I was like, "Damn!" Again, man, much love to BYNK Radio for uh, having me. Thank you guys for allowing me to share my story. And absolutely, sir. Um, yeah, man. Closing that- thoughts. Uh, stay sucker free, man. You know, and it's easier said than done. Yeah, bro. You know, let your light shine, be a conduit, and uh, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely. You keep you keep doing what you're doing, man. Like that's not something I gotta even tell you. But straight like, up, straight there, up. There's a place, especially like your impact. Like I definitely like what I see in my head is something where it's like even if this guy doesn't get the superstar status, it's gonna be one of those situations where the person who does get the superstar status from the area is gonna be like, hey, you know that dude Ricky was the one who like straight up bro was, was the guy in life for me. It's crazy when I was when I was first starting off, um, I told myself I was like, damn, bro, I may not reap all of the benefits from the shit that I'm doing, hmm. and I have to be okay with that. Yeah. And so at that point it's just like, all right, well, Bam Bam gonna be that nigga. He gonna be. Go. And so if if it don't, if we have how if it roll out, bro, like I can only, I can only, you know, what I'm saying, set it up for him in the future. So mm-hmm. I'm just trying to turn him him up. He he blew up, you know what I'm saying. So he gonna grow up a dime, bro. It's gonna be tight. Anything else you want to say to the people? Man, uh, stream my music, bro. Help me buy some diapers. <laughs> Size six, nigga. <laughs> I'll let y'all. Yeah.